0: You don't have to risk your rent for your entrepreneurial dream. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. My name's Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach, and you can find me over at choosetohaveitall.com, where I work with online business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs to build the lives and businesses they love. Now, uh, today's conversation is a little impromptu. In fact, I had a completely different topic planned for you today, but something came up in my Facebook feed that I felt like I needed to say, and I was given feedback last week that some Sometimes It's okay to go off script. I shouldn't apologize for going off script because these are the important conversations we need to have and I think today's conversation is just that so please do listen in. I saw a post yesterday that somebody had purchased an entrepreneurial course, some sort of, um, I don't know, shiny object is probably what I would call it if I were to be really brutally honest. And she was risking her rent to purchase that course as if that shiny object was going to be the answer to all of her problems and she was doing the entrepreneurial dream. She was living big. She was going bold. And I know she posted that with a source of pride. And I know that we take risks all the time that we feel proud about and that we care about and that we're invested in. But I think that it's time we all stop drinking the Kool-Aid. We do not have to risk our rent, our livelihoods, our comfort in order to be entrepreneurs. We don't have to put it all on the line to be successful. We can be smart about it. We can play it safe and we can use intentioned well-planned out action to get where we want to go without putting it all on the line. That's what I want to talk to you about today. Maybe bust a couple of other entrepreneurial myths, so I hope you'll listen in. There's a lot of hype in the entrepreneurial space, and I get it. I get that when you're living big, you're going bold, you're daring greatly, you're living your big life, whatever you want to call it, I get that you have to psych yourself up. And sometimes I imagine some of these pep talks we give ourselves and each other probably look like a lot like the hype that we see before football games. I think I've shared with you that I'm a major football fan, so anytime I can make a football analogy, I'm all in on that. But... You know, sometimes the things we say can cause damage that we're not even realizing we're intending. And the idea that if we're not risking it all, we don't want it enough is nonsense. That if we don't give up our comfort zones, if we don't compromise our livelihood for our dream, we're not hustling hard enough. These are the messages that we get a lot in the entrepreneurial space. These are parts of the conversation. Gary Vaynerchuk is a well-respected, well-liked, admired, sought-after entrepreneur in the online marketing space. And he said that the reason why he's successful is he was working when everyone else was sitting on a bar stool on a Saturday night. And, you know, and a lot of people like that mentality, right, that you just give up your life to throw it all into your business and to go all in. And I'm not such a fan of that because it's my belief that a lot of the reasons why people go into the online business space is for the time, lifestyle, and financial freedom that such a choice enables. And when we say that you don't get to have that until you make your ex until you hit six figures, until you hit seven figures, I think we're changing the rules of the game and we're missing the point. And the young woman who posted her sort of, you know, overreaching, high excitement post about risking it all for this latest online course, that poor soul is getting it wrong. And don't we all know it? Because isn't that like the opposite of what an entrepreneur would do? An entrepreneur would never solve a money problem by compromising rent. An entrepreneur would go out and get a job, make the money, freelance, find a way to get the next dollar, the entrepreneur wouldn't solve a money problem by spending money. And where we are in the mindset that we have to know all the things and that the next shiny object is going to solve our problem, we're disrespecting ourselves and our own abilities. And I watch it happen every day in the online conversations, in the online space, and in just general business talk. When we put our power, and we put our capability in the hands of someone else's product or service, we are making ourselves small. Someone else's course is not going to solve our money problem. Someone else's coaching service is not going to pay our rent. We alone are responsible for that. And when we don't make the hard choices and we, when we don't make the hard sacrifices, we're going to suffer. But we have to make the smart choices and the smart sacrifices. And in my opinion, buying a course, buying a shiny object in exchange for your rent is not smart. It's not the business owner decision. Because business owners need to make the hard choices. Business owners say no to something now because they need something later, and I promise you the thing that they say no to is not their rent. We have to stop spreading a message, stop believing ourselves that if we don't go all in right to the bottom, we're not really doing it that we're not really showing up, because that's the messaging that's doing damage. We're choosing this path for the lifestyle freedom and the time freedom and the financial freedom that it offers, not to put us in dire straits moving back to the corporate world of living to paycheck to paycheck. Just give that a thought for a second, and I'm going to be coming back to you in just a moment. So if hustling isn't buying the latest shiny object, getting the latest course, or signing up with the next guru in line, what is a good hustle? What should we be doing? Because the messaging around hustling these days is so frenetic, disorganized, disjointed, and really confusing for someone who's just entering the space. You can't be doing all the things. You can't be writing the emails, showing up on Facebook, taking the discovery calls, reaching out to your network, cold calling, pitching yourself to guest post and guest blog. You can't be doing all of that or else you will get nowhere. A good hustle has a point. It has a plan and it has direction. The reason why that woman who bought that course got it totally wrong is there's no plan attached other than to learn one more thing. It doesn't solve the rent problem. So when you're starting out and when you're rebuilding or rebranding, the point of the hustle is to get you to your next level. And you should only be focusing on the next thing that's going to get you there. And when you're new, it's about brand identity. It's about knowing who you are, what you do, how you serve, and getting that message out to people so you can start to build a community. When you're more established, it's about reevaluating that original message you had, making sure it still fits and feels like you, and then going out and grabbing the next rung of the ladder. But when we try to just show up everywhere or when we give up everything, we end up alone at the end of the journey. Now, I don't know the story of the woman who gave up her rent um, in exchange for, you know, some shiny object course. I don't know her at all. But and I, you know, I'm making a ton of stories myself just based on her one comment. But her comment reminded me of a woman I worked with last year. And she launched one of those online, you know, shiny object products herself. And she got a lot of people to buy it. She made multiple six figures. And then the next day, her husband filed for divorce and said he wanted custody of their daughter because he believed she wanted her business more than she wanted a family. And she was crushed because she had drunk the entrepreneurial Kool-Aid. She believed that if she worked hard now, she could play later. If she gave up her daughter's recital, if she didn't volunteer to be the classroom mom, if she worked through the weekend and through the nights and gave up her free time for her business, she would then have the life she wanted. But the problem with that is she didn't bring her family along with her. She didn't communicate to her husband, she didn't put a timeline on it, she didn't put an end date, an end goal on it, she just kept pushing everything off. So the message her husband got at the end of the journey was, you didn't even make the list. And she ended up with a huge business success, entirely alone. Now, some of that obviously is her personal choice, and that's and we talked about that, and she held accountability, she paid the highest price, and sat in one of the biggest natural consequences we can sit in when things like that happen. But I can't help but think that part of it is the noise in the online space about the hustle. About what we're supposed to be doing for our dreams, giving up for our dreams, and who we are or who we're not if we don't give it all up and if we don't put it all on the line. Now, here's the thing the Gary Vee thing about the bar stool on a Saturday, it's my story that he is happy as a pig in crap on working the weekends and doing the hustle and being the weekend warrior that having that kind of energy for his business lights him up and because of that that's why he should be living that kind of life it's what works for him and it's what fulfills him but that's not going to be everyone's answer and it might not be yours And your challenge is to think about what would light you up. How do you want to achieve your dream? And what are you willing to give up? And what aren't you willing to sacrifice? Part of the problem lies with us, I think. Because when we don't know what we should be doing, when we don't know what direction to take, We start allowing ourselves to be influenced by everyone else, by the thought leaders in the space, on what they're doing and the path they took. And their path isn't going to be our path. We really do have to find our own. But one of the things we have to remember is that as we're trying to find our path, we can't let go of our values. We can't compromise our core characteristics of who we are or what's important to us. That's what that client of mine did. She did value family time. She did value one-on-one time with her husband. And when she gave all that up, he thought she changed You know, he thought she changed her mind and that like she was moving in a different direction away from the type of relationship they had defined for themselves that they wanted and the type of family they wanted to have and the life they wanted to live. She had walked away from all of that chasing a money dream when in actuality there's probably more than one way to get to that destination and she could have had both, but she needed to have taken the time. So when you're thinking about the noise in the entrepreneurial space and you're hearing someone tell you that you have to work through every weekend or you have to get up at five o'clock in the morning or you have to, you know, put in two hours of work after the kids go to bed, I want you to ask yourself a question. Is this true for me? Do I have buy-in into this? Is this what I want for myself? Because if the answer's no, You don't have to do it that way. Now, I don't know this woman who gave up her rent, and maybe she, like, gets some sort of high or kick out of, like, constantly solving the problem and robbing Peter to pay Paul, and maybe that's something that gives her energy. But that's not any way I would want to live. So I would want to plan. And I would wanna know the first step I need to take and then maybe the next, and then I just wanna get my nose to the grindstone and get at it and do the work. You have to know who you are and how you move through the world. That's the only way you're gonna shut out the noise. Otherwise, you're gonna end up being the weekend warrior, crushing it paycheck to paycheck in that constant state of angst, anxiety, and fear. I don't think that's what we got into this for. I don't think that's the kind of life we defined we wanted for ourselves when we all started out on this path. It's certainly not the choice I'd make for you if given the chance. So so give some thought to that this weekend. Give some thought to what are you willing to do for your dream and what are you simply not willing to compromise on. Thanks so much for joining me this week. I look forward to talking to you on Monday. Have a good one, everyone. If you want to continue the conversation, um, I do invite you to join me over at Facebook at my Facebook group, Choose to Have It All. You can follow me on my blog as well, where you get some articles I've written and learn a little bit more about me there. That is choosetohaveitall.com forward slash follow. And if you're getting value from this show, if you think that what I have to say is important and other people need to hear it, I need your help in getting the word out. Will you please go to iTunes and leave me a review? Consider subscribing to the show because the more downloads you get, the more iTunes seems to like you and the more people they tell about your show. Um, I know I'm not on Stitcher and I'm harder to find on Android, but uh, those of you who can find me through the podcast app, please do consider leaving a review for me there. Thanks so much. I'm having a hell of a ride and I'm so glad to have you with me. Talk to you next week. I'm